Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to the Discus Lariat Collective Podcast with your hosts, Warren, Daryl, and Glenn. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Crack everybody, I listen to the Discus Larry Collective Podcast. I'm your host Warren here with Glenn. And today we are gonna do a predictions video podcast, whatever you want to call it, for NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver Bount Nights, night one on April 7th, night two on April 8th. So um, what we'll do is I'll just run through the card for night one. We'll give our predictions for night one and then same for night two, kind of thing. So before we get into it, if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a like and subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, wherever you get your podcast, give us a follow there if you listen to it there. And then, yeah, we'll just get straight into it. So, night one, uh, in terms of the way it's laid out on Wikipedia, I'll just read it directly off it. So, we have Pete Dunne against Kushida. Second match, we have MSK against Grizzly Young Veterans versus Legado Del Fantasma. Triple threat tag team match for the vacant NXT tag titles. Then we have a six-man gauntlet eliminator match to determine the number one contender for the NXT North American Championship on night two. And that has Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus LA Knight. Then we have a singles match for the NXT United Kingdom Championship. Walter defending his championship against Tommaso Ciampa. And then the main event of night one, singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. We have Io Shiroi defending that championship against Raquel Gonzalez. So stacked card anyway um so very 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 big match feels to all of it yeah really um, does have it yeah i think it's going to be good around you know oh yeah absolutely and um that's the thing like in terms of build anyway the takeover's been built like built a lot better than wrestlemania this year obviously wrestlemania has its fair share of great matches but the build has been a bit all over the shop so uh nxt yeah head, head and shoulders above the rest now in terms of building um so what i'll do is i'll give my picks if you want and then um you can give yours, or actually, do you know what? We'll go eat, like match by match, actually. So, um, in terms of Pete Dunne against Kushida, <laughs> yeah, it makes more sense. So, uh, Pete Dunne against Kushida. Uh, this one's hard because I want to see Kushida win, of course, but uh, I have a feeling it's Pete Dunne all day, just the way they've been, the, the stories been in, the match with Balor, stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I won't lie to you. I, I think. I think they're going to book people to win and I don't necessarily think it's because of whoever he's facing. I think you're on the money there. I think it has all to do with the fact that it's been, you know, Pete Beaton's kind of very strong run. You know, he's had his, his, his factions and been kind of come together a bit. Um, I do feel bad because Kashida feels like he's main event enhancement talent at the minute. And I'd love to see him going up there. But I think NXT is just too... It, like the arena is too small for all the fishes that are in it, you know, biting and fighting. So I, I yeah, my money's on people as well. Yeah, savage. So we'll move on to the triple threat tag team match for the vacant NXT tag titles. Um, MSK, Grizzly Young Veterans and Legado Del Fantasma. Um, I have a feeling Legado Del Fantasma are going to pick this up. And that's mainly to do... Okay. Yeah, and that's mainly to do with um, 
<laughs> the cruiserweight championship i think uh escobar is going to win that match as well which we'll get into in a minute so i think yeah the legato downfall Tasma will just leave uh take over with all the belts that's my idea so yeah i'll go with phantasma boys on that one what about you or like you could get out of my mind Mantis. i literally had that in me notes like i'm not even messing if i hold on, where's it gone check this out i have it if my computer's not gonna implode uh, yeah, there's me fucking me little Microsoft. Well, it's not even Microsoft Word. It's a Notepad because I lost yeah. the license from Microsoft Word. <laughs> very same prediction. Um, yeah, yeah. Very, they, I, I literally had that down. I was like, yeah, Phantasm's gonna take it. They're gonna potentially help uh, Devlin. I don't think this is Devlin's last shot at the belt, though. I think no, he's no. gonna remain in the number one contendership spot and may might even take it off them and. You know how WWE does its booking, um, but I definitely think we're going to get some heel mid-card champions in Escobar and Fantasma. So. Yeah, happy days. So we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Six-man gone, little elimination, eliminator match. Uh, winner then goes on to fight Gargano on night two. So in terms of this one, it's pretty cool because we have um, like a few rivalries in the match. Leon Ruff and Swerve, they're already feuding. Um, Bronson Reed and LA Knight are kind of having yeah. a feud. And then Cameron Grimes, obviously, he's just because yeah. he, he finished in the other match and Dexter Loomis. I think uh, this is Loomis to win to go on for Gargano. Yeah, I think with all the fields that are going on, it's a bit hard to to pick anyone else. Um, but just so that we don't end up with the exact same card on night, I'm actually going to go with LA Knight in this one. Savage, yeah. I'm all for that as well. Yeah, like he, he came in and won his first match, lost the second. But again, in the, in the same vein, like he has the sort of a feud going on with Bronson Reed. But again, he seems like the guy that if you put the belt on him now, like the mid-card belt, say, the North American Championship, that'll do wonders for him as well. So, yeah, cool, cool prediction yeah. that, yeah. Um, now we'll move on to the NXT UK Championship. Walter against Tommaso Ciampa. This is going to be a banger. Oustry. It's going to be matching a night for sure. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, but I honestly cannot see Walter losing that belt. No, same. Yeah, Walter. All, the, all day. Although um, we didn't really do a... An NXT review this week for the Go Home Show, but Tommaso Ciampa cut the best promo of his career, I think, uh, in that, if not one of the best, where he's talking about Walter and how he's going to take that title from him. I love it. Um, like I don't actually care who wins this match. That's how how invested I am. <laughs> yeah, I won't lie to you, man. If Ciampa walked away with the belt, I wouldn't be any more or less dissatisfied as long as we get the quality of the match we know we're going to get from them. Uh, I just hope we don't see too much shenanigans. I want them to really have a pure competitors match on this one. Yeah. There's a big match feel to every single match in here. Like we've talked about many times, where something like Raw and Mania, and maybe even some AEW, um, you know, cards where it, there's a couple of jigsaw pieces that don't fit. There's not one thing on this on two nights that I can look at and go, ah, that doesn't really belong. I'm all for everything that's happening here. I just want as much pure competition as I can get. So yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, Savage. So we'll both go with Walter on that one. Um, but as we said, yeah, we don't really care if Ch- Champa walks out the, the victor. It doesn't really matter. It'd be class anyway. Um, and then the main event, Io Shiroi defending our title against Raquel Gonzalez. Um, this one obviously has, like, Io Shiroi's beaten everybody at this stage. Will this be the hurdle she falls yeah. at? I don't think so. I think she's going to win. I think, although they've built Gonzalez as an absolute monster, I think Shiroi will win and it'll be an outside interference by Kai. <laughs> Almost like a heel, like the Kai's, the Kai's are already the heel, but I feel then it'll it'll give the face shine then to Raquel. It'll almost be like like uh, Diesel and Shawn Michaels almost. So if she'll interrupt yeah. by accident. I put this in quotation marks here by accident, and then it'll almost be like she's turning a dagger into Raquel Gonzalez. Like, why did you leave this tag team? 
why do you need to go off for this belt? That kind of thing. Um, so I think Sharoy will win and then she'll lose at the next takeover. That's my guess. Um, yeah, like I can, the writing's on the wall for that one, but I think the tag team partner who interrupts with the best intentions only to cause the loss and or the tag team partner who betrays the partner to cause the loss, I think is a, is a, is a, while trying through, I think it's an overdone one. I, well, I do too, yeah. I, it's again, we're, we're, we're doing predictions, but I'm going to throw in my own little mini fantasy there. I would love to see Dakota Koi do a run in when the ref's knocked down or some shit and actually cause Raquel to get win to pick up the W. Shiroi, incensed, goes on a mad one, maybe even picks the belt back up off her. And that's what ends up leading to uh, Gonzalez and, and Dakota Koi breaking up is now they're the ones feuding over the belt. Because yeah. realistically, Shiroi doesn't need to win. She doesn't need to keep the belt and have her lose by dirty tactics to a uh, fairly well-established tag team, you know, who, who've already, you know, forced uh, defending champs. They've fucking, um, they've won the, the, the Dusty Cup and stuff like So I, I think keeping them together for a hair longer and putting the belt on Gonzalez would give a good, um, a good feud for the belt between them because while I, I, I like Shiroi and I, and I love what she's done, there's definitely a couple of moments where I've gone, ah, you know what she can do? She she doesn't need the belt. Um, the Tony Storm feud, for example, is one of them where I genuinely think the wrong person kept. You know. Yeah, won. I think that too. Um, yeah. So while you while your writing's on the wall and we are talking about WWE, I just feel I've seen it too many times and I have to go against the grain and say Gonzalez to pick up the win because of the Kota Koi leading to a, an eventual tag team breakup and feud over the belt between them two. Shiroi to fit neatly back into another uh, slot in the card or potentially move roster. All right, cool. Right on. So that's our picks then for night one. We'll move on to night two now. And the way this is laid out then, um, we have Ember Moon and Shotty Blackheart defending the titles, the tag, Women's Tag Team Championships against The Way, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. I think this is a retention for Moon and Blackheart, uh, personally, I think. Yeah, I think The Way have had some great segments and some very, very insensitive dissension the last little while. So, you know, in terms of like your writing on the wall, chemistry, all that other stuff, I do think a retention's in line for um, Moon and Blackheart. I don't think taking the belts off them is a good idea anyway. I think establishing them as the dominant women's tag team on the roster is going to be good. I already like their chemistry more than I do Baszler and Jax for comparison. Um, and I want to see them do more with the belts and give more opportunities to, to others. I don't think having an entire, nearly entire roster for the heel champions is a good move right now, even if you do end up having two factions hold basically all the belts. I also, I don't agree with that, so I'm going to have to go with you, say Moon and Blackheart. Nice, nice one. Um, let me see, Johnny Gargano against the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminate, Eliminator match from the previous night for the NXT North American Championship. I think Gargano drops this belt um, to whoever wins. Yes. I think it will be Loomis, but um, whoever wins, I think they will actually take this belt off him um, in almost like a time to, time to establish a new kind of mid-card star, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like Johnny Gargano's already been at the top of the mountain. Um, I would love to see him eventually this year have another crack at the, at the big boy toil. Um, his work with Champa, Baller, fucking Adam Cole, they all speak for themselves, but I absolutely agree that... Um, the belt needs to go if it was dropped to LA Knight and then he can continue his uh, feud with Bronson for example or if we eventually get Kushida in the NA, NA picture again I would love to see him hold the belt but I realistically don't see Gargano 
giving someone like Kushida the rub obviously they already had their field yeah. so to get where we need to get to in the mid card and upper mid card I think Gargano needs to drop the belt and needs to move on yeah savage uh, let me see Jordan Devlin uh, versus Santos Escobar for the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Championship in a ladder match um, I think it's going to be Escobar I think it's going to be a hell of a match um, I think it's one of those kind of matches that although yeah you have a ladder involved and ladder matches are always exciting to watch I feel like these boys are going to go out there and put on a show do you know what I mean it's not going to be um, I, I suppose your, um, your meat and potatoes kind of ladder match I think there'll be a few crazy spots I think there'll be a Spanish fly off the top of the ladder I think stuff like that um, I'd say the two boys as well like Ada Del Fantasma will get involved in some way but I think Escobar walks out undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Champion yeah, we discussed the result from the Phantasma lads on night one. So unless the Phantasma lads lost on night one, given the win to Grizzled Young Veterans or MSK, um, yeah, absolutely, Escobar takes it. If Phantasma lose, I could see Devlin potentially becoming the undisputed champ. And to be honest, if I had to pick my favourite champion of the two, it actually would be Devlin. But I do think Escobar needs the win. He, I think he's a little bit less established uh, then Devlin was in terms of Devlin has that loud mouth. He's fucking, he was out there. And although Esquire's had a very quick rise, I think if you don't book him right, he could suffer the same fate as Alberto Leo as, as a bit of a counterpart. So I do think he needs to win. And uh, plus, it won't kick Devlin out of the title picture or any other title picture for that matter anytime soon. Savage. Right on. So we'll just fly through these last two now because you're cutting out really badly here. So and I don't want it to cut, cut out completely. Um just in case. So what Sorry. we'll do is no, it's all good. It's all good. Um so Adam Cole against Kyle O'Reilly, unsanctioned match. I think they're gonna take a page out of the AEW unsanctioned match, I think, and let these boys go at it. I have a feeling they're just gonna let them have that hardcore kind of feel to it. Um I oi, it's a weird one. I whoever wins anyway, I hope neither of them show up on NXT for at least two weeks I'd love to see that I hate when you see after an exhausting match like this they come out the next week hobbling on a crutch I don't want to see that I want to see them beaten to within an inch of their life almost you know what I mean and sitting at home I'd like that better um, so it's actually a hard one to say who's going to win this to be honest I, I find this one really hard to call I think in lieu of previous teams we've seen suffer a similar fate when Triple H beat Randy Orton when Michaels beat Martin Janay, for example, yeah. I think Adam Cole's going to win. Uh, yeah. I think he's not going to win comfortably. Yeah. It's probably going to be some, you know, mid finish. It's not. It's not going to be like so much of a finisher spot fest. But yeah. I think Cole's going to take it. You're going with Cole. Oh, I, I, I just have a weird inkling. It's going to be Coyle O'Reilly. I'm going to go with Coyle. Um, and I think it's going to be, as you said, it's one of them. Mm-hmm. They're not going to win comfortably. I think it'll be like some sort of crazy spot at the end or a finisher, and it'll be almost like Adam Cole will pass out. He won't tap, or there'll be like a big spot where already land on top of Adam Cole and the ref will count it. That kind of thing. That's my guess. But uh, mm-hmm. I think I think O'Reilly will take it just for a little, just to change it up, I suppose, from predictions. Um, and then we will yeah. move on to the it's- main event. Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah. I was just going to say, I like while it's not like a dispute or debate, the reason I don't think they're going to give uh, O'Reilly the win now is because the amount of momentum that this betrayal has, I think, is greater in terms of the environment they have to tell the story than The Shield was, where they wanted to get the faction separated quick. And it yeah. took them a very long time to get everyone on the same page for that eventual multi-man match. Um and we own, we didn't see Dean Ambrose get his revenge against Rollins in the same vein for a very long time. And Ambrose was not booked as the underdog. Kyle O'Reilly's being booked as the underdog almost at Daniel Bryan. So I, I think this is Cole picking up the force in maybe a trio of matches. And 
Coyle uh, O'Reilly will get a very big go-home match maybe later on down the middle of the year. Um, the momentum for Cole on foot of his betrayal, I think just booking-wise, it makes sense because if he loses, he can't be then trusted to end up our main event. So. Yeah, so. That, that's a good show, actually. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. And I think um, with the likes of, as you said, like possibly a trio of matches or something like that, I'd love if the likes of Adam Cole wins, say, and Kyle O'Reilly's kind of taken off the TV for a few weeks. And if maybe Adam Cole gets pulled up to the main roster afterwards even, and then Kyle goes up after him almost, it's going to need to beat you. He could bring there it straight to our main event. So, yeah, are. I think that'd be class. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all the potential in the world for this one. But, yeah, so you're going to go Adam Cole. I'll go with Kyle O'Reilly just to switch it up a bit. But um, you will move on to the main event now. So, singles match, NXT Championship, carrying cross against Finn Balor. Um, this one has all the signs leading to maybe a possible demon, uh, Finn Balor. Um, I just have a weird feeling about this one because of the report for the past few months about carrying cross being fast-tracked to the main roster. Um, almost like, well, do you know what? We'll keep the belt on Finn and maybe let him drop it to someone else. Um, I think maybe now it's time to get rid of Finn off NXT. He's done the best work of his career. Now let's see, can he bring that back to the main roster? Especially with Raw being so stretched thin with our roster right now. Um, there's no real, like apart from your, your standard main event guys, Bobby Lashley and um, Drew and stuff like that. Then you ha- you don't really have a mid card on Raw anymore. I feel like, I honestly feel like you don't. And the addition of Balor, I think, although he's a main eventer, I think it'll, it'll really help Raw now post-WrestleMania, especially when the fans start coming back in, do you know what I mean? So I reckon, um, I reckon Karrion Cross come in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a similar, I had a similar feeling. Um, I have two story mind bookings. I won't touch on them too much, but either Finn Balor proves his point in saying the emotional will uh, will lose, and Karrion Cross loses their first running. Yeah. And Finn retains, and then night after Mania, uh, or whether that's the you know Raw or SmackDown, um, Edge gets attacked by Balor while still holding the belt. And we have this bit of interpromotional thing. Um, now, that's fantasy booking. The more realistic version of it is your prediction coming true. Finn Balor gets emotional in in the match. Karrion Cross, you know, beats him. Not comfortably, but beats him on, on a, hell of, a hell of a main event to close out the show. And Balor still attacks Edge for not picking him. That's, that's my run into the, to the booking. And... It means you can push Balor up to the main roster, but if they were going to fast-track Cross then instead of my little fantasy booking, what you could do, which I think would be pretty cool too, is Balor needs the title. Balor wants the title back, and if they're putting Cross up onto the main roster, here's what you do. Balor asking for his rematch, you know, needling him, needling him, needling him. Cross is like, you can't beat me, you can't beat me. How about we have a non-title match? Cross beats Balor comfortably. Balor says, if you give me one more shot, I know you won't beat me. That's when we get Demon Balor, maybe in the in, in the mid-year. And that loss sends Cross up to the main roster. So we're not getting Balor back. We're getting Cross mid-year after Savage. a three-month reign, two-month reign. Savage. So who are you going to go with then for, for, the, for the win? I'm going to go with Cross for the win as well, uh, purely so that if we do get Balor back on the main roster we can get him up there fighting edge which I think would be the best booking situation to have um, absolutely but yeah that's that's my that's my pick savage right so that was our um, NXT takeover stand deliver bone lights um, predictions so overall them two shows are going to be insane I'd say there's so many great matches um the likes of all the all the title matches then you have the likes of Cole O'Reilly uh, Kashida and Dawn there's some savage ones um really looking forward to it um the whole of wrestlemania week is is 
pretty pretty stacked. Obviously, you have your Raw, your SmackDown, your NXT two nights, your Hall of Fame, then your WrestleMania over two nights. So it is a lot of content. There's also an NXT UK pay per view in there as well. So um, overall, this this card stands out um, across the whole week. To be honest, there's so so much that could so many matches that could steal the show across both nights. So yeah, really looking forward to this one. That was our predictions anyway. Um, before we let you go, I suppose if you're still watching this out of our, if you're watching it on YouTube, as I said, start drop a like, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, hit us up wherever you get your podcasts: Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Acast, and Spotify. Drop a follow on there, and then on the socials: the Discus Larry on Twitter and Discus Larry Collective on Instagram. And then we'll be back here tomorrow anyway for a SmackDown review. But until then, we'll see you soon. <laughs>